Hey there, it's Dr. Jada, and I'm so glad you are listening to my voice at this moment because this is all very um, exciting for me because if you've known me um, for any period of time, you know one of the things that I like to do is help people. And in helping people, I get a chance to uh, just share information and knowledge and tools and techniques and help other people create um, emotional management toolboxes uh, just to have um, an enhanced quality of life. And so not too long ago, um, I started a podcast and it was entitled um, Mental Health Chat with Dr. Jada and um, did some really great episodes um, with that podcast. And so I'm taking a little bit of a shift here, um, pivot as we can call it, especially during these COVID-19 times. And um, I'm shifting just a little bit because um, instead of focusing so heavily on mental health, um, this podcast and the beginning of this new venture that I'm doing right now is going to encompass a wide variety of topics and issues. So um, I've kind of revamped the name of my podcast a little bit. And so it's um, now <laughs> will be entitled Chat With Me. Uh, and that is Dr. Jada. So um, with that being said, one of the things that I like to um, or will be addressing during um, my podcast will be life, people, and perspective. So um, life, as we know, can be messy and complicated and painful. And um, I say that quite often. And sometimes it's just um, irritating the things that we have to go through as individuals. And at least I know for me, um, th during COVID in particular, sometimes just the smallest issues um, could uh, trigger me or, or get under my skin a little bit. And it's no, it's simply because I already know that um, I'm a little bit more on edge just because of all of the changes um, that have taken place. And I'm going to talk a little bit about changes in this first episode. But I'm going to talk about life. So lifestyle and, and travel and current events and cultural issues and social media and uh, media in general. So that's going to be under that life umbrella. And then I'm going to talk about people. Um, celebrities and entertainers and athletes and everyday people, parents, couples, siblings, um, relationships, of course, have to have relationships in there. So um, people, so under that people umbrella, I'll talk a lot about um, those issues. And then finally, perspective. Um, under the umbrella of perspective, um, I'm going to, and I, I'm going to really love this uh, part of it because I feel like this is where, it's kind of my sweet spot where I like to really dive into um, the issues, but 
under perspective that umbrella, I'm going to talk uh, and talk to others um, about religion, philosophy, psychology, sociology, political science, and the like. So my goal is to um, to finally just be able to not only express myself, but to be able to um, connect with other thought leaders around these very issues and topics. And again, it's chat with me. And we're going to talk a little bit about life, people, and perspective. So you can join me every week. So um, make sure that you do that. And um, starting off uh, today, one of the things I wanted to uh, review a little bit is I've been really looking at what power players accomplish. And that's been important for me because I believe it was... Um, I think I heard Denzel Washington say this in one of his interviews. Um, and you know, he was talking about the 1% and we all know about the 1%. Um, but he was talking about, can you do what the 1% does? You know, and of course we all know if, if it was easy to be successful, everyone would be extremely successful. If we knew um, how to, um, you know, reach the pinnacle of self-actualization and enter into that space where we've reached the highest height of where we could go in and of ourselves. And then we're able to give it to others. And I think that that is, um, a space that some of us are able to reach and it's, it's not, um, reached without, um, blood, sweat, and tears. It's not reached without, um, you know, fighting and and sacrificing. So, um, I, my question to you, I, I want to encourage you and 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 challenge you. Um, have you gotten to that place? Have you gotten to a place where you have completely fulfilled your purpose, your dreams? Um, your destiny, your walking in your, your passion? Have you gotten to that place where you can genuinely and authentically say, I am so full that I'm running over. So I'm going to have to give my excess to somebody else. And to me, that is just the most beautiful place to be. So when I talk about um, purpose, you know, um, I can remember when I was 19 years old and there was a period of time where, um, my mom, my sister and I, we made a commitment to really go down the road of, um, spirituality and religion and, you know, really commit to, um, our faith. And during that period of time, it's so interesting because I could not ever imagine myself because I was a shy kid. Um, Well, maybe not too shy, but shy enough not necessarily to get up in front of a church and, um, you know, give a message or speak. at, on certain topics and things like that. Um, but I was doing that um, at the age 
of 19. And then when I went into my early 20s, it was um, a very interesting um, space for me. But I knew that God had called me to make a change. How? (laughs) I wasn't quite certain. Um, But I knew that that was my purpose in life. So when I um, branch out and do things now, today, after having the experience of um, being in, you know, on large platforms and speaking, one of the things that challenged me was what am I going to do with the gift that God has given me? And then once I lock into this gift, how can I bless others? So again, this podcast um, is um, more about um, me being uh, authentic, genuine, uh, maybe even vulnerable at times because I don't have a lot of time to sit and listen to rhetoric. And um, so I'm sure you don't um, either. So um, I just think that it's important um, for authenticity to reign and um, not only reign during these um this period of time during COVID because nobody, and I do mean nobody has time to um, wallow in a space of um, self-pity for one, but wallow in um, listening to um, the rhetoric and um, cliches and uh, self-help um, stuff that doesn't mean anything if it's not connected to um, something that's genuine. So hopefully this will be a podcast that you can connect to and you can relate to some of the stories um, that I feel like that's one of my strengths. I like to be genuine and authentic. Um, so what I'd like to talk about a little bit um, right now is just tell you a little bit about my story and where I came from and who I am and why I am and what this means. Some of you who follow me, you already know me and you probably already know my story inside and out. But for those of you who don't, for those of you who um, you're not fam- familiar with me at all. I just want to tell you a little bit about who I am. And um, for starters, um, most of my friends and colleagues and my clients call me Dr. Jada. And so I'd like for you to call me Dr. Jada as well. But I'm Dr. Jada Jackson. I'm a licensed mental health counselor and a licensed professional counselor. And the reason I say it that way, somebody asked me not too long ago, why do you say you're a licensed mental health counselor and a licensed professional counselor? That's the same thing. And it it could be the same thing, but it's really not. Because in the state of Florida, where I originally um, became licensed under that board, Um, I am a licensed mental health counselor and I've been a licensed mental health counselor from the first time I took that four hour test and I sat in there and really, literally, I was sweating bullets. (laughs) So um, I, I am licensed by the state of Florida and in the state of Florida, um, the um, correct title is licensed mental health 
counselor. So that's why I say that. And then I also state that I am a licensed professional counselor because I am also licensed in the state of Texas. So that's a little bit different. And um, the state of Texas does not have the um, title of mental health, licensed mental health counselor. That is a Florida title. So um, for those of you, if you ever hear me say I'm a licensed mental health counselor and a licensed professional counselor, that's the reason. Because um, I have clients in Florida and in Texas, so I don't want to leave um, either one out. So I work in the area of counseling psychology and um, I believe everybody needs therapy. I believe everybody needs to talk to someone. I need. I believe everyone needs to work on their mental health. The same way you would go to a doctor for a broken leg or a broken finger or, um, you know, a twisted ankle, whatever it is, a heart condition. Um, it's the same way with mental health. And for whatever reason, people just have not... Um, embrace that idea. So when we're talking about um, mental health counseling, um, there is not, there should not be a stigma there. But one of the big things that I love to do is to advocate, advocate for mental health because, or mental wellness, because everyone needs to embrace the idea that Unless you really learn how to manage emotions, unless you really learn how to identify emotional triggers, unless you really learn to identify distorted thought processes, um, if, if we can't do those things, then we are forever ever on an emotional roller coaster. We are forever being triggered by the people we don't like. We are forever being caught in toxic relationships. We're forever um, being emotionally hijacked by other people. And I just believe that when you learn how to take charge and take personal and individual responsibility for your mental health, then you're one step ahead of the game when it comes to others. And I'll be very transparent. Um, It took me a long time to get to a place to recognize that I'm just not going to let people emotionally hijack me, especially those who really um, are, who really love conflict. I I would say people, and there are those people who love to say little things just to get a rise out of you or say little things to see if they can get under your skin or just to say things to get a reaction out of you to see how you're going to respond. And I can honestly say I finally got into a place where I'm just like, oh, really? So you're just going to really show me how immature you are. Um, that you haven't grown up at all. So you're still in that head space of being immature. (laughs) But all of us have to come to a place where we can manage our own emotions because when it comes to control, we can't control other people. But what we can do is not allow others to trigger us 
Therefore, we control our own emotions. Um, One of the things that I love about um, what I do when I was in graduate school, I decided that um, I wanted to become a cognitive behavioral therapist. And during that time, um, our professor gave us a list of um, theories. And um, we were told, go through all of these areas and um, study them and figure out what it is um, you gravitate toward. And there were theories on um, in the realm of emotions, um, there were like psychodynamic um, areas um, of study. But what really stood out to me was the cognitive behavioral um, therapy. And, and one of the things um, that was important to me was that I always believed that if I could control my thoughts, then ultimately I could really live a better life. And that came from scripture. It came from Romans 12, 1 and 2, um, that encourages us to be um, transformed by renewing our minds. And so when I looked into um, how to renew one's mind, and I'm actually going to do a podcast on that alone, but renewing one's mind um that is a personal and individual responsibility. And therefore, that meant I am the only one who can control the information that is inputted um, into my mind. So um, when we're talking about upwards of 80,000 pieces of information that we are exposed to on a daily basis... Um, that's a lot. So again, what if you don't have that understanding that every piece of information that comes into your mind literally affects the outcome of your life? And for me, when I'm talking about living a successful life, I'm talking about having peace. I'm talking about um, having contentment. So uh, for me, it's just really important to be able to um, embrace that. So um, I talked about, um, I said I was going to talk a little bit about change. Um, In this podcast just today, I just want to um, talk about embracing um, change, embracing that things change so often that there's a strong possibility it will never be the same, but we are creatures of habit. Um, and we like the norm. We like things that are comfortable. Uh, so, um, I want to encourage you to embrace change and take advantage of change. And so literally your affirmation for, uh, this podcast is I embrace and take advantage of change. And that is one thing that I will do in every podcast is um, you will walk away with um, an affirmation for 
for that podcast or for that day. Because I think that it is important for us to really um, be intentional about what we want to see um, happen in our lives. So here's something we know about change. Change is constant. It's a constant in life. And even though um, change can be a little bit scary, um, believe it or not, sometimes, and I say sometimes, I actually enjoy it. Um, change provides uh, many opportunities uh, for personal growth, of course, personal individual uh, development, um, adventure, sometimes abundance, success. Um, so the most positive things in my life personally um, have come about when things started to change. Now, some of that change was painful. And again, I'll I'll be sharing my story a little bit here and there, but um, everything changes. Um, and again, failing to embrace the idea, I personally believe that this is what causes pain and heartache in many of our lives. Um, if we are unable to accept change, we are unable to accept growth. And if we can't grow, we become stagnant. And if we become stagnant, our life becomes not worth living. And so, um, you know, by accepting change, one of the things that I feel like I'm able to do is eliminate um, a lot of areas of unhappiness. Um, I literally expect change because it's a part of life's journey. So um, I seek it rather than avoid it. And I think that this causes some problems in my relationships because I don't mind just kind sometimes just kind of jumping off a cliff and then going, okay, let's see what we're going to do here. Um, but it also fills my calendar up and I don't get enough self-care. So again, there's that trade-off. But um, being willing to accept and seek change rather than avoid it can certainly be um, a positive um, I benefit from the opportunities that come my way during um, times of change. And I think that um, it's because when I see the change, I, I am um, oftentimes willing to embrace it. And, and that's why I want to um, share what I'm sharing today. Um, I believe that change is also synonymous with opportunity. So if we're looking for opportunities to grow, we're looking for opportunities to expand, especially if you're an entrepreneur like I am, um, we always have to be um, open to the idea that an opportunity may come along and it may push us out of our comfort zone. It may push us into a place of changing um, from uh, one area into another. And one of those um, areas for me, which now I absolutely love it, um, when I first started in counseling, I really worked in-depthly with children and um, teen girls in the area of self-esteem. That was my thing. I loved working um, in self-esteem. So when I um, did the research for my doctoral program, 
um, I decided to study um, and research the acquisition of self-concept. And essentially what that meant um, is that I wanted to find out how do people or can people actually acquire self-concept and can self-concept grow? And I found out, yes, of course. Um, However, it's in certain areas, certain areas of life. And I used an instrument called the um, Bracken's self-concept model. And that particular assessment assessed six areas of life. And as a person developed and um, grew in those areas, that would ultimately determine whether or not they had healthy self-concept or um, unhealthy self-concept. And those six areas were um, academic Um, affect. In other words, their ability to manage, control, um, and understand their emotions. Um, Competence was another area. Did they believe that they had the ability to accomplish certain things in life? Um, Family. Um, It really, uh, we looked at family dynamics. We looked at um, the toxicity in family relationships and how it impacted the self-concept of a person. And then the next category was physical. Um, In other words, how do you perceive yourself? What um, What does your perspective of yourself mean to you, um, to others and to the world, like your worldview. How do you look at yourself um, as a whole? And then social. Are you able to engage socially? Do you have social, um, a healthy social um, support system and network? So those were the areas. So um, I said that to say, as we grow, as we develop, much of what we um, go through is based pretty much on how we feel about ourselves. It's whether or not we feel we can do something, whether or not we feel we're able to do it. And um, sometimes things just happen and we fall into an area and we look up and we go, oh, how did I get here? Okay, I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity. So when I say change is synonymous with opportunity, um, I mean that it's important to um, embrace and take advantage of the opportunities to um, experience something different so that you can um, change and develop and grow. You can create a new and better direction for your life when you are open to change. And just remember, when you are struggling with change, especially during this period of time of COVID, everything is different. Nothing is the same. Everyone's struggling with something different. COVID has impacted our lives um, in interesting ways. And so I want to encourage you as you're struggling Um, with change, whatever it is, shift your focus. 
try to think about what you are going to gain during this period of time as opposed to what you are losing. Because all of us are grieving the loss of something during this period of time. And just remember, you know, throughout history, the wealthiest people have been in those um, positions and they've always positioned themselves to accept and to leverage the change in society. And I believe that all of us are just as capable as those um, who are where we want to be. So remember, the most successful people are those who easily adapt to change because change is powerful. So I want you to say this after me. Today, I welcome change. I look for ways to use change to my advantage. I am happy about the changes in my life and look forward to the great adventures that God has ahead for me. Now, here are a few self-reflection questions. A few self-reflection questions. And if you um, want to download these questions, I will uh, make it available. I'll attach a link below and you can download this worksheet. It's the first question is, in what ways has change affected my life in a positive way? Take this time to Write down the positive ways that change has impacted or affected your life. That's number one. Number two, how can I change my attitude when I perceive change in a negative way? And for those of you who know me, (laughs) I'm going to say it. How can I reframe my perspective or shift my perspective or change my attitude when I perceive change in a negative way? How can I use this to my advantage? Number three, what would I gain by fully embracing change in my life? What would I gain by fully embracing change in my life? And in order for you to really ask that question, um, you have to at least acknowledge what you're not letting go of. You have to at least acknowledge your comfort zone, which means you have to acknowledge your fears. So your question, that last question is, what would I gain by fully embracing change in my life? So I hope this has been helpful for you. Just um, a little something for you to explore as we are uh, talking about change. 
and we are um, going on this journey together. Again, hopefully you will meet me here and chat with me, Dr. Jada. Um, We're just going to chat a little bit about life, people, and perspective. Um, I hope that you will continue uh, to be with me. And if you want more information about anything that I'm doing, you can hop on over to my website at jadajackson.com. And I will see you in the next podcast. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you can use the information you just received. And if you are interested in more life-changing content, go on over to drjada.com and make sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And don't forget to click the subscribe button if you want the notes and or the worksheet that comes with this podcast. The link is below. Now, remember, the pain in your life does not define you, but it you uniquely refines you.